three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's been a long time. <laughs> what, like seven years? Almost 10. Oh, almost 10. Yeah, actually. Because yeah, we graduated 13. I graduated 14. 14. Okay. But I think, did we have classes in 13 or 12? I, I want to like, say probably 12 and 13. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because we did the transport class and then maybe one other. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Man, time flies. It it really does. So catch me up. What what happened with you since since then? Like going through tech, did you stay the engineering track? Um, I did. Uh, so I don't know if you knew this before, but when I had transferred to tech in '09, um, I had walked on with the basketball team, mm. and I was on the team for about a year and a half, and then. Uh, during that process, I changed my major to business. Um, I already had engineering credits from my previous school, uh, Alabama A&M. Um, so when basketball didn't work out, I was pretty much like, okay, well, I'm already far into to business. Let me just add civil engineering back. Um, so I was blessed with the opportunity to graduate with both degrees. Nice. Uh, so that's kind of why I didn't graduate till 2014. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a tough journey, but we mm-hmm. made it through. Yeah. So um, that's definitely a blessing. Um, and then after that, I had moved to uh, New York to work for an environmental uh, firm called Arcadis. Mm. Um, so I did that for about a year and then pretty much kind of like bounced around. And um, now I'm here in Houston uh, working for. Um, another engineering firm, uh, more focused on uh, flood mitigation in the Houston area. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's currently what I'm doing now. Got you. I guess, have you been involved with anything, like with any of the flooding issues that Houston has had previously or even Louisiana now? Um, not necessarily. Um, for, for this particular job, uh, there's a lot of uh, employees that have different projects in different areas of Houston. Um, so, so my focus is on a particular area in uh, north, Northwest Houston um, called Cypress. Okay. So pretty much just trying to, uh, you know, get all the permits and design work um, pretty much approved through mm-hmm. uh, what they call as the commissioner's court, um, since it's a government type project. Um, so once you get that approved, then you can go ahead and, and do the actual construction process. Gotcha. So um, that's kind of what my focus on, like with these projects, they kind of last about, you know, five to 10 years before it's actually fully complete. So right. that's just something new for me as far as the longevity in it. But uh, it's been interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It, it's I'm, uh, whenever you mention Cypress, I'm like, oh, I know that place because I, I was up in I was in Fairbanks for a little bit. I maybe spent a month in the the office that was there because I was with um, Chicago Bridge and Iron. Okay, and they, they had a fabrication office. Well, was it fabrication? It's like they they had a fab shop on site as well as an engineering office and. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of the projects they run out of like the the south region like texas louisiana they basically you'd check in there and i was supposed to do like a two-week orientation but then mm-hmm. two weeks turned into one month so i kind of got wow. like a, a mini vacation <laughs> being in houston getting to like right. explore a little bit but then finally shipped out to the site and learned how to build storage tanks from the ground up okay man that's nice yeah but I guess well, what's the uh, the time frame like before? Were you used to shorter projects or um, about the same length? Um, so before I was working for a construction company, um, it was more so vertical construction, of course, commercial buildings, um, offices, and stuff like that. So um, with those projects, they'll be anywhere from probably at most a year and a half, depending on the size of the project. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was more used to stuff going at that pace. So when um, transitioning to this job, it's kind of like, okay, it's, it's a political type project. So you have to get funding. You got to get approved for funding. You don't get the whole amount that mm-hmm. you need to complete the project. You get it in phases. So all of that is just kind of been just a learning curve for me because, you know, with construction, regular vertical construction is just like, this is the budget. Yeah. This is the time frame we want it to be complete. This is pretty much the job that we have to do to get that to that goal. So that makes sense. Yeah. The uh, it, It's funny because. I feel like I had something similar. Like I, I did the construction project in, mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Then I went to Georgia for a bit, like for four years in there. It was kind of like similar to what you're you're talking about, where it was very government funded. So we right. had like many contracts where it's like, okay, you guys are contracted to do this part of the project. And it's like, well, right. we've got a contract for a few months or like a year. And mm-hmm. Like it's hit or miss one month, whether we're going to stay on or whether we're going to get shipped out because they're not paying for us to stay there. And it's like, we're very good at our jobs, but if they want to be tight on the, on the purse, then we got to ship up, pack up and go. And one day, one day they were like, all right, guys, go ahead, uh, pack everything up because they're not paying. They hadn't been paying for like nine months and we're almost here working for free. So like pack everything up. And uh, get your paperwork together. Make sure you turn it over to the other engineers. And people mm-hmm. were freaking out on the other end. They're like, "Oh my god, where are you guys going? Where are you, where are you guys going?" And <laughs> right. like the uh, the owner of the the business, I think Southern Company, since they okay. they own like the nuclear site, they're like, "Oh no, no, wait, wait, wait! Like we're gonna figure this out because it had like." You have so many people, yet this person has to talk to this person that talks to that person. And it was like, they're just like, no, we'll figure it out. We'll get you guys what you need. Just stay for the day. And then they got the contracts worked out once they kind of got the, the back house stuff done. But it that red tape is a, a long process. Yes, it definitely is. Man. But I know one of the reasons I wanted to, to catch up with you was to see, of course, how you've been since college and just kind of making the rounds myself. But also I yeah. <laughs> wanted to hear about your your love for music and kind of discuss that a little bit. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, my love for music is very diverse. Um, I feel like it's becoming more and more diverse as I'm, you know, if it's I try to go to a few concerts. I like live music. Um, so it's it's very cool to hear, you know, artists that are not as big yet. And, you know, 
even um, biting off from, from their talent and seeing other people with the similar style. Um, so uh, I can say, of course, I love r and I love Neo Soul. I love certain um, hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm more so on the J. Cole, Kendrick route. I like, you know, rap that kind of is, is more meaningful and relatable to yeah. me or whatever situ- situation I'm around. Um, so uh, I, I like that. I like other artists like Yeba. I don't know if you heard of her before. No, I'll definitely um, have to look her up. She's she's very soulful. Um, she's actually from Memphis. Um, so just just different artists. Um, sometimes I listen to jazz. It just depends. Um, I'm very big on uh, Soulection. I don't know if you've heard um, Soulection Radio. You should check it out. It's really nice. Okay. Um, it's just a mixture of like mellow type music. Um, it's a lot of different like Afro beats um, and just different mixtures as well. Because I do like how certain artists and they don't have to be actual artists. They can be like just DJs or something, how they are able to mix different songs together mm-hmm. and just have like a nice little tune. Um, so I find myself kind of listening to that a lot. Um, uh, let's see, who's my favorite artist right now? Like r and I would like to say her. Um, I really like her style. Um, she's pl- She can play different instruments and stuff like that. And she's very relatable. So I'm, I'm more so with that, that personal connection. If I have a connection with an artist, I'm more so going to be listening to them. And, gotcha. you know, just following their journey. So that's kind of the way that I'm on right now. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I like that. Um, it's funny. Yeah. One of my coworkers, he was, um, he had me Shazam a song from a video where somebody was like in a barbershop getting their haircut and it was just playing uh-huh. in the background. And it's, uh, I think she's Nigerian um, English if I'm getting that right, but her name is Tim's. Yes. And I was just listening you've heard to of Tim. Her? Okay. <laughs> but it's yeah, like, she's nice. like that, that vibe that she has. And just like the way she sings, I was like, okay. Like one time I just had to, I look, I had to look up the lyrics to her song free mind. And I was like, I, was I can just dig this. To free mind. Yes. <laughs> um, that one. And then her other song uh, called ice tea. Hmm. If you look, listen to that again, that's really smooth. Okay. It's very creative. I'll have to give that a listen. I, I I just I listened to Free Mind and then I started going off of whatever was on that same album and I was like this right. this really just flows one into the other and Right. I guess what is it for you that really ties you with like the the smooth jazz type song the the really laid back because I guess a lot of times people might think if you're laid back you might not be one to get kind of like hype but I remember whenever we would meet up in our group it's like you could play some music and like it always just gets you in the mood to like just uh dance and just be like you get your head bobbing and things like that and it's like hey like everybody can have a good time with music right um so it just depends like like when we were studying um sometimes you need that kind of like that boost of energy and those more high tempo type songs kind of gets you like okay cool i'm here doing this study session we're working okay that's that's boosting our energy to get the work done Mm. and then there are certain times where like you just want to drive somewhere you want to listen to something smooth okay i'll transition to okay this is the time for me to just listen to something 
you know, uh, just think about certain things and just pretty much meditate. It's kind of like a form of meditation for Mm me. Um, Music helps me a lot when it's something to where, okay, I'm trying to figure out my next move on certain things. Let me decompress, think about it, but also the music calms me down and lets me think about certain steps I need to take. So that's how I use music. I just use music to kind of help me throughout my days, good or bad. Right, right. That makes sense. There's something to be said about just that like clear mind, being able to change your mood from time to time, but also just keep it like level for the most part. Right, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, a question I always like to ask uh, the guest is this. Who do you say you are? Who I say I am? Oh, that's a good question. Dang, that's that's a good question. I got to think about this for a second. Who do I think I am? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one. I'm just, I'm literally a, a blank canvas. And every time or every day I am learning something and that is adding to the, my canvas to make me, to mold me into who I am becoming, which I feel like, I am flourishing as a, a young black woman. I am understanding certain things and I'm transitioning my mind on certain things that fit me. Um, I feel that I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very understanding. And I, my main goal is just to treat people with kindness, um, you know, just to be open about any opportunity, any blessings that come my way or anything that I can do to help others. And I feel like um, every, every day is something added to my canvas that will make me who God wants me to be. So I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I also like that. Um, I was going to say, take your time with it, but I'm also, I'm learning as I'm doing this more and more to kind of mm-hmm. not say too much all the time and just let people process their thing. And it, it's helping me to become a better listener to mm-hmm. just be more engaged in the conversation and not try to like fill all the gaps and be like, Oh, it's okay, guys. We'll, we'll be back <laughs> intermission. And it's like, right. you know, just let things kind of just go as, as they, um, as they need to. Yeah. Yeah. We're all learning like every day. I'm learning yeah. something. What, what's something that you gained from um, the year 2020 or 2021? Just the perspective that, you know, time, time does not wait on you. It's literally going to move regardless of what's going on. Um, and time is very limited. So it's, un- for me, it's an appreciation of, okay, yes, I want these certain things in my life, which will happen, but I need to learn how to appreciate the now appreciate where I am in my life and make the best of the situation because we can always, you know, look at our situations, whatever the case may be and say, well, you know, if I wasn't in this situation, you know, I would be here or, or, or vice versa. And it's just kind of like everybody's journey, everybody's path is, is different. And I feel like in, especially in 2020, it was literally an opportunity for us to have to sit down <laughs> and assess where we are and kind of figure out, okay, who do I want to be as a person? Where do I want to go? But also understanding like I am blessed where I am right now. So appreciate it, honor it, do whatever you have to do and then make those steps to get to where you want to go. But don't be frustrated because, mm. you know, the time is valuable. Like 
enjoy everything as much as possible. I don't don't hold on to negativity as much because I know for me, even before 2020, I was, you know how we are like coming out of tech. We are career oriented. We feel like we got to be here and we got to do all this. And it's kind of just sitting back and saying, okay, well, we did the hard part. And this life that we're living is just about figuring out, okay, what works for us and what doesn't. And just going along with that path that God or whoever, whoever, whatever other people believe in, going on that path and understanding that it's going to get to get you somewhere that you never thought you were going anyway. So Mm. I don't know. It's just more so appreciating the now. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely echo that. And um, just, <laughs> I was curious if if you had any apprehensions like I did um, in kind of resisting the, the sit down, like the enforced sit down where it's like um, one, one for so long, it, it feels like at times when things are just going like crazy, you wish you had just like a minute to breathe, like similar, like you're going through classes and things. And it's just like, Every professor's conspired every week to just be like, oh, we got four assignments, five assignments due this week and five tests, just just in case you're yeah. wondering. But then yeah. as soon as you get out of that, you're like, okay, well, all right, I'm not having any more nightmares about tests I didn't take or, or for right. some reason something happened and then they said I didn't graduate. But now it's like, okay, I have a second to breathe. I have a second to evaluate my life. So my question is, did you at any point like initially struggle to be like, okay, let me take this time and take advantage of it? Or just like, were you ever in a rush to just, I I need to get back to doing something. I got to be active. I got to be like on the move, on the go, on the go, on the go. Um, I did initially. Um, And I want to say this started even before 2020. This was like around um going into 2019 I just felt like I gotta do this I gotta do that and it was becoming a situation where it was messing with my mental health because it was just like I was putting this pressure on me that I didn't need to put on myself but it's you know in a situation where it's like okay well you see other people doing the stuff that you want to do and it's just kind of like okay well they're doing it and I feel like I'm not doing enough to get to there. So let me add all of these items to my list and I need to get it done by this certain time. And I think once the quarantine 2020 came around, it was literally like, okay, like this is my list, but I technically can't do it right now because we are on lockdown. So it was more so understanding, like, again, like everybody's journeys was different. So I look at my list that or that pressure that I had and I'm like, okay, I need to take this off my shoulders. I know it's going to happen, but I need to understand that, okay, there's certain things I need to be prepared for before I even get to that. So let me sit back, understand what what's going on, understand what I need to do. And then when that when that time comes, I'm going to be prepared for it. So it was just, I mean, literally a wake up call. Honestly, (laughs) that's awesome. It's funny how much uh, a lot of what you say echoes with me and just kind of thinking back. I I think maybe once we finish up, I'll 
I'm going to do a like a solo episode where I kind of just recap what I've learned over the last few years and just mm-hmm. kind of going through this process because mental health has been a big thing. And I guess a big part of that also feels that it it's physical as much as it is mental, where it's like when you're not taking care of your body physically, whether it's sleeping, eating, um, exercising, that type of thing, it it really plays tricks on your mind. And mm-hmm kind of having that that balance between okay when do i need to just sit my butt down and when do i need to like push myself a little bit just to be like let me just get a sweat on and mm-hmm. uh just just kind of let like take care of the, the small things but also just like do the the internal work and i know for me this year has been it's been good but the fact that it, it started like way back before like 2018 kind of looking at things it's like you you kind of riding on a high and then a few people are lost in the moment and not really processing the loss. Or at least it's like you think you process some things and you kind of just put it in the back of your mind and then you just mm-hmm. keep working to this pressure, pressure, pressure. And then finally it's like, well, the thing, one thing for me was like needing to go through counseling and kind of just mm-hmm. like being open to that and saying, okay, well, I could deal with some things personally and then just address that for myself and not say rush into a relationship or just be like, okay, well, if this doesn't work, it's, it's never going to work, but it's like, okay, no, like instead of wanting so much to um, have someone like you or fall in love with someone, it's like learning to fall back in love with yourself and knowing like what you value, knowing what's valuable about you. And then just being okay with like, well, if things don't work out here, like I'm going to be okay. And like putting those boundaries back in line is like, oh, okay. Like things aren't as bad as it may have felt before. And now I understand like how to value myself more. And it's like, crazy thing the more i value me the more people tend to like show that respect and when you easily just tell somebody no or i'm not comfortable with this or i don't want to do that it's like okay yeah so long as you tell me that that's that i can work with that but when you're just trying to like please and go along it's like you're trying to manufacture a scenario that doesn't work for me and it's not working for you and it's like we both know something's not right but if you don't communicate it, who's going to know? Right. <laughs> but it, I think that that's been a, a big, a big deal for me, like going from on and off, like, okay, I'm going to talk to this person then you get nervous. You're like, I don't know if I can trust that person. And then mm-hmm. finally um, meeting someone that I, I could trust and communicate with on a regular basis. And like from January through this month, being able to talk virtually and even like within the country, outside the country, it, mm-hmm. it's been pretty cool. And just yeah. kind of taking that leap to just be like, okay, just Put the fear aside because you don't have forever. So get yourself right and then (laughs) keep it moving. Right. And that's funny you said that because I've had to learn. And this was just recently. I've had had to learn how to put my fear aside on certain things because you know, as 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 women, we have kind of like timetables on what we want to do. Yeah. And well, I've I don't. I don't to, know. I'm not a woman, but yeah, I, I, I know. You know the being around women. Yeah. Yes. The the common thing about right. you know starting family, marriage, all of that, and it's just kind of like okay, well, it's going to happen when it, when it's going to happen, but make sure that I'm feeding into myself so I can be the best version of myself. 
and the learning how to get rid of that fear, because like you said, once you get rid of that fear and you put a lot of effort into yourself and, and, and time into yourself, you're going to shine regardless of where you're at. You're going to attract people. You're going to attract different energies and it's going to flow easier because you're learning who you are and you're learning how you want to carry yourself. So um, it's, it's funny how you said that because that's a similar, similar situation to me. It's just learning how to remove that fear aside and just be the best person I can be and, you know, go through with that flow and not feel like I have to meet a certain thing at a certain time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, oh, I guess kind of random question, but um curious since you graduated with your business degree, have you mm-hmm. been able to do anything with it or um, have you seen anything differently, like going into the engineering space and kind of being like, oh, okay, this is how things are run from this perspective versus like this perspective? Um, I honestly haven't. I wouldn't want to, I would want to say that my current role right now, there's a lot of business type management side that I am I am working on, mm-hmm. even from like a budgeting aspect for the projects, um, handling all the like the the paperwork side. Um, that's a lot of project management type work. Um, but I felt like if I could do it over again, I would have probably did a couple of internships strictly in business. Mm. To kind of have that little background to where now in my career, it would be an easier transition if I wanted to just be focused on business. Um, I think it's kind of hard right now, unless it's more so the project management or the construction type field. But um, I haven't had that much of a in-depth experience in the business side um, as I would like. So. Got you. I was just curious. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny doing, doing this. um, My thought was kind of learn how to um, start a business. I know like a big thing, entrepreneurship seems like all the the rant and rave and everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do this. And it's like, some people do it well and other people, like a lot of people can start, but it's like, where do you finish or like how, how well do you maintain something after some time? So it's good to see um, how different people pull from things and even doing this apart from engineering and kind of like starting it as a hobby, but seeing it as like, okay, it's something that I I can maintain long-term kind of like scheduling a a time block for it and not, um, not having it be like the be all end all, but Mm -hmm. Even as I've spent maybe a, a year now away from engineering, it's like, you know, I kind of I kind of miss that a little bit. Like sometimes I wonder, I I'm like, do I really <laughs> want to go back through and, and look at that? And other times I'm like, you know, a big thing, like sometimes it's like I enjoy the problem solving, but other times it's like the quality or the type of people that you work with, like when someone in like a management role just feels like they can just come to you and just say whatever to you or just be like, Hey, I need this now. Like get get it moving. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, I can move, but I'm not a dog. I'm not an animal. Don't need to be micromanaged. Like just this, this thing where, um, even now having like a supervisor and before where it's like, they're just something in their mind. Um, yeah, I I was going to take it one (laughs) direction, but I was like, no, I'm going to leave that alone. But it's like (laughs) something in their mind just gives them this, this, 
feeling that, okay, if I sit here and stare at you, or if I'm a quote unquote observing you, then it'll motivate you to work harder. It'll, it'll move you. It'll scare you. It's like, no, if, if you think you're just going to come around and scare your employees into working, like nobody's going to stick around long or you're not right. going to stick around much longer than you have been because like, at, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting thing, like seeing that and also studying psychology and kind of seeing, getting a better understanding of why I do things and having an idea of why people have certain behaviors or why they display certain things like the pressures that they feel and what they're observing. It's like, oh, okay. Like you do what you need to do. I'm not going to judge you. But I, I might understand what you're doing, but I'm just going to focus on what I need to do. And then if there's an issue or if there's a question, I might find a way to like approach you, or I'm just going to let you like open your mouth and say something. I'm, I'm not going to try to read your thoughts and be like, well, maybe they're thinking this, or maybe they're mm-hmm. thinking that it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I need to do. And then if you find it within yourself to speak up, like maybe you will. Right. <laughs> that is so true. But you got anything else? I I don't. Gotcha. I I enjoyed this podcast, so it was Likewise. very it was very cool. Oh, what's something you're looking forward to in 2020? Because this will probably be out like January or February. Uh in 2022? Yeah, 2022. <laughs> I'm going back a year instead of forward. <laughs> um where am I looking for? I mean, I don't want it to sound cliche, but it just growth, uh, just just reaching a, a, a better, well, another layer of myself. Um, I, I'm trying to do a purchase a house. So that's kind of one of my goals going into next year. Um, having some kind of of equity of my own. I think that's that's a priority for me um, at this stage and just overall, just. Um, just making sure that I'm feeding into myself so I can make myself as happy as, as possible. So it's all about happiness from now on, like in anything that I do, um, anybody that's in my life, just trying to maintain that happiness because life is short, time is limited. And it's just kind of like while we're young. And I felt like over the past couple of days, I've been talking to like older people, and they're, they're, they've been pretty much saying the same thing. Mm. This is your time to do whatever you want, whatever you have said, or even whatever you think, oh, it might be cool to do this. This is the time to do it because you don't want to be older and regret certain stuff you didn't do because you were scared or, you know, just certain things. So I feel like going into 2022, it's just, I need to just go ahead and do stuff like Hey, if I want to learn, if I want to draw something, all right, go ahead and do that. So just certain stuff like that, just making sure I am um, uh, taking advantage of the time that I have. Awesome. I like yeah. it. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you for the time. And it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. No problem. Thanks, Asher. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care, Erica. All right. You too. Bye. <laughs>